thank you guys for listening to these ads i got just a few more to go and then we will get into this episode i promise so first let me tell you about the grow guru if you've ever wanted to grow your own medical cannabis and you're just not sure where to begin hit up my boy Calais and he can be your guide on your journey from seed to cultivation and set you up for success another added bonus is you can get away from those overpriced dispensaries and those shady black market deals that never really felt comfortable to begin with right if you want to check him out you can check out our second sponsor which is oahu garden supply they got everything from locally produced nutrients to locally produced soil and everything in between they are located at 94-150 leo leo street in beautiful waipahu hawaii go stop by and let them know voices from the planet sent you next we got my good homie bong of pakalolo seed molokai once you've gotten everything you need to know from the guru you can hit up pakalolo seed molokai to expand your genetics if you want to try a variety of different strains you can find their seeds on the attitude seed bank or purisativa.com and last but not least we got my longtime homie and good good friend jerry aka miko ferrari over at retro hawaii picking up and finding all the obscure and vintage styles from hawaii so if you're into that kind of shit go check him out on instagram and i guarantee you he's got something you like you know he's been posting a bunch of throwback university of hawaii rainbows gear which is hard to find now because nobody wanted to be known as the rainbows but anyway fucking thank you very much to our sponsors please do go check them out and let them know voices from the planet sent you all right that's it for now here comes the episode love you guys peace Voices from the planet. I am your host, Eric. Thank you for joining me. Hawaii's number one podcast about nothing, about everything. So last week, our last episode, I had on Bud Naked, who's one of the producers of the Everyone Knows Your High podcast, and he's a photographer and videographer. And activist but this week i am rolling solo um just like old times catch you guys up on what's been going on um i think like kind of touched on it but like 
I haven't I hadn't done an episode for like a couple months before the one with Mike because so much shit was happening in life in general. God damn, it's fucking hot in here. Should have put a fan. But yeah, a lot's been happening. I turned 40 years old in October, which I didn't think was really a big deal. But apparently, it did have more on effect, more of an effect on me than I anticipated. All this while, I'm trying to, you know, manage my temper and be a better father and husband while quietly freaking out about turning 40 and now that I've been 40 for a while it kind of seemed to have just become I don't know it's not a thing anymore maybe that's because the work I'm doing is actually paying off but I'm still working on that shit it ain't easy there are always going to be things to test the practice that I'm doing, which isn't like some mystical art and shit. I mean, I'm seeing a therapist, but it seems to be helping a lot. And the only thing I find strange is I feel more motivated to talk to my therapist when like shit is not good or when I have like something to address that I fucked up with. You know what I mean? Like something. But like when things are going good, I don't really have, feel like there's much to talk about. I mean, there's always going to be shit to talk about, obviously, because I got a lot of fucking issues. But it doesn't always seem to be like as productive of a therapy session when everything's kind of feeling good. Earlier, this, well, like a few weeks ago from, well, maybe like a little over a week ago from when this is out and you're watching it, uh, my wife gave birth to our third child, a little baby girl who we didn't know was a girl until she emerged into the world. Um, and I said it on the other podcast, but I'll do it here as well. I just want to say how grateful I am to my wife for, you know, putting up with me through this pregnancy. I know I didn't make it any easier emotionally and physically, but I want to say I'm sorry for, you know, just being a general pain sometimes. Um, not knowing what the fuck I'm going through and thinking made it a lot more difficult for me to be available to be more sympathetic and more present. Um, I'm super thankful that the birth of our daughter went well. There were no medical complications. 
It wasn't a prolonged labor for my wife. It was the shortest one out of our three kids, in fact. Um, and I just want to say that, Bunny, I love you. And you're amazing. And thank you for bringing our beautiful daughter into the world and for continuing to be an awesome mother to our two boys. And for committing to grow and learn with me and about each other together and continue to do that. Um, for those of you who don't know, we've already been married for 11 years now. No, oh yeah, it's going to be 12 years this year, but 11 years. And yeah, we've definitely grown a lot in our relationship, in our marriage. And having three children now has definitely changed us. You hear all these things about like girl dads and all these things and all these memes and stuff. And it almost felt like I instantly became a girl dad when I found out we, our daughter was a girl. But it's fucking crazy to think how like we didn't even know what we were having until she was out. And I think I even had to ask, like, well, what is it? Because I couldn't see right away. Um, so those are two pretty major events that have happened that I haven't really <clears throat> caught you all up on if you even fucking cared. Um, but yeah, that's it. Along with all the other crazy happenings, I haven't really been on social media. So like, the, honestly, the only time I went on Instagram pretty much this whole time was to go look at my wife's posts because she's making all these posts and stuff. But just to kind of stalk my wife, <sighs> like I didn't post shit. I haven't posted shit. I know I've was like posted about it on the everyone knows your high Instagram, but like I'm not posting that. I haven't even I wasn't even really like scrolling aimlessly on Instagram. What I've really been addicted to is fucking YouTube Shorts, which is crazy because it's just like TikTok but on YouTube. And it's one of these things where my algorithm is curated in such a way that it does give me the shit that I like and more of what I want to see and absolutely keeps me on there for hours and hours. As a matter of fact, since we've last spoke, I also had fucking COVID. I got COVID right during Christmas and New Year's. That was fucking horrible. Kicked my fucking ass. Felt real dumb for talking all the shit that I was talking leading up to actually getting it. But that doesn't change the way I feel. Masks are still bullshit. All the restrictions were bullshit. But holy fuck, did I get my ass kicked. I got my ass handed to me. And then, and I'm not vaccinated, obviously. I'm sure you guys all know that. But I ended up fucking taking Paxlovid, which is the fucking COVID medication you can take once you get it. It's supposed to make you feel better or make your symptoms last shorter. That shit wrecked me too. 
And I really didn't want to take it, but I did. And fuck, I really wish I didn't because I don't know who's to say I wouldn't have gotten better quicker. But for the five days I had to take it, I had this weird ass taste in my mouth. It's not like I lost my sense of taste. I just had this ever present shit taste in my mouth. Fucking. Yeah, I was just fucking miserable. And. Got over it by like New Year's Day. Which, if you don't know in Hawaii, New Year's Eve is a big fucking deal. Everybody spends all their Christmas bonuses and all their fucking chicken fight money on buying illegal fireworks. And not snitching because everybody fucking knows. And everybody goes and pops illegal fireworks. And the cops can do nothing about it. It's just part of Hawaii culture. If you're new here and you don't know what the fuck is going on, just get used to it. I live in Eva Beach, so the shit pops off all the time for no fucking reason all year round. And it's kind of just, you don't really worry or think about it too much. But fucking crazy New Year's Eve. So I was okay enough to like go outside and watch my kids pop fireworks and shit. Talk to the neighbors a little bit. But, yeah, fuck COVID, dude. Ugh, that shit is crazy. Everybody, like, my wife never got it. My two kids got it, but they recover quick as fuck. And didn't really um seem, I mean, they got fucking wrecked a few days, but kids, man, they're resilient. And we got this new baby to worry about and new pandemics and fucking wars popping off. And I don't know, but... I, I kind of feel out of touch with what's really going on in the world, so I can't really speak to or comment on current affairs. I mean, one thing, current events, one thing that was um, popping up in my YouTube shorts feed was all this shit about fucking Andrew Tate and being arrested and all this shit. And like, I'm afraid to talk about it. I don't want to get my videos pulled from YouTube. But whoever they are, the powers that be there are going hard after this guy for whatever reason. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I mean, I'll, pro- I'll try to sum it up, but I probably can't. I mean, this is Voices from the Planet. This, you kind of come to know what to expect with the uh, level of uh, uh, expertise that I speak on shit with. But, um,. He had like an online hustlers university teaching dudes how to make money with all these different streams of income. And he kind of just spoke. Um, and, you know, was espousing masculinity and how like men should be and women should be. And he's being accused of being a misogynist. And then like, a fucking human trafficker and all this shit and there's all these theories going back and forth about what he did and whether or not he's innocent or guilty and you can decide for that but he got arrested in Romania I don't know what it's like he was beefing with Greta Thunberg or whatever her name is the climate change girl on fucking Twitter it's just kind of fucking ridiculous and 
that thing had been popping up all his shit, like clips of him. Because he's like, apparently he's been on a ton of people's podcasts before. And yeah, he speaks with passion about what the fuck he believes in. And a lot of people don't like him for that shit. And yeah, when you piss off the wrong people, they fucking come after your livelihood and next your life. So fucking good luck to Andrew Tate out there. Um, Cause it really seems like if they want to get you, they'll get you. But he doesn't seem like the type to lay down either and just fucking back off of the shit he's saying. He seems like the type to even go harder. And, you know, he's the kind, he said, like, I am not going to kill myself. All these people who know the danger that they're in are like, I'm not suicidal. I'm not fucking depressed. I'm not going to kill myself. If any suspicious shit happens, you know it's not fucking legit. But I almost feel like in this day and age with what people believe, like they could just say, even though he said that and there may be video evidence of him saying that, the media is just going to say, like, he hung himself or whatever. And people are just going to fucking believe it. Well, I'm probably going to have to get back on social media to be present. And be relevant with this podcast. Um, because ultimately, I would like to see more of you guys watching this shit. I got 32 fucking subscribers on YouTube. Let's fucking increase that shit a little bit. Come on, guys. If you're already watching the video, just fucking hit subscribe. And like the video. I don't want it to be the cheeseball fucking call to action dude who every fucking 10 minutes is telling you to like and subscribe and do all this shit. Like, just fucking do it. <laughs> There's so many fucking YouTube channels that I subscribe to. And I don't even watch the videos anymore. And as much as I would like you guys to watch the videos, like the subscription is cool too. Because then I can get to a point where I can monetize this shit. And possibly, I don't know, not have to fucking struggle. And have this thing be fucking somewhat financially productive after all these fucking years of... Not really even having the desire to make money off of it. Because obviously if I did, I'd probably try a lot harder. But everybody got to start somewhere. And sometimes your beginning phases are six to seven years long. It took me that fucking long to even put it on video. That might have been a problem. I probably should have did that earlier. But I'm doing it now. So please watch. Please subscribe. If you're listening... Go over to YouTube and subscribe. If you're watching, go over to fucking Spotify or fucking iTunes or Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Don't make me have to ask every fucking time. You may notice the empty chair. Usually Kalei's around, but I'm by myself tonight, like I said. Which is fine. Haven't done one of these in a while. Let's talk about this anger thing. I was thinking about it because I got fucking real irritated the other day. Because I continue to give my boys chances when it comes to eating or drinking in my car, in my van. And they repeatedly spill shit 
all the time. They're constantly reminded to be careful. Don't play around with your food. Just like eat it. Close your drinks when you're not drinking it. All these kinds of precautionary things that parents do and say and request to keep their vehicles clean-ish. My van's fucked already on the inside, but I'm still not trying to just let it be a free-for-all. So I let them eat in the car yesterday on the way home, and my son is eating a Spam Musubi. And he even tells me, I'm just going to eat it normal. Because normally, for him, the way he deconstructs a Spam Musubi, he likes to take it apart and eat pieces at a time and shit. Leaves like half the rice. But the beauty of a Spam Musubi is that it's wrapped in nori. So that way it's all contained in a single thing. You don't have to fucking worry. It's like there for you. Some places they only put the skinny strip in the middle. I mean, I'd rather have my musubi uncircumcised. Wrap that shit from end to end, please. Like, that's the cleanest, most non-mess way to create a musubi for really any age to eat. Wrap it up, son. But anyway, he had one that was only wrapped in the middle. And he told me, I'm going to eat it normal, which I thought he meant like a normal human being and hold it and bite it and fucking eat it. But no, what he proceeds to do is his version of normal where he peels off the nori first and eats that and then takes the spam and eats that. And I'm telling him the whole time, please... Like, I don't want any spills. Just be careful. Like, hold it with, like, I mean, it's just, I mean, everything I could think of to, like, implore him to not make a mess in my van. Especially with rice. Rice is fucked up. It goes in the, it's it's not pretty. It's hard to clean. And as we're driving home, I see out of the corner of my peripheral back here. It fall out of his hands and land on the floor of my van. He doesn't say anything to me. I don't think he didn't know that I knew. He didn't notice that I saw it. I was thinking to myself, God damn it. Like all this time I'd said it. And I was kind of waiting for him to like fess up. Because usually like they'll cry when they spill their drinks because they're sad. They spilled their drink or their toy or their snack. Like, fuck, I spilled my chips or. uh." And it's like, oh. Like, they're upset because their snack or drink is spilled. I'm upset because now I got a mess to clean up. And, I mean, I could make them clean up. They're eight and five in it. Some messes are theirs, but, like, some, it's like, I'm not expecting them to, like, brush and soak up and vacuum out my... I'm not going to fucking be hard on them in that way. So I'll just fucking belittle them instead and just... Tell them how disappointed I am. I guess that's how I was raised, so that's how I'm fucking doing it now. God damn it. But anyway, so I was fucking pissed off. I was really trying to, like, not say anything and not be mad. And it's like, it was just fucking irritating. And then, oh, Jesus Christ, get it together. But, um, and then he was starting to, like, fall asleep on the car ride home. And he was whining about how he was tired. And that was like, oh. Man, like, you haven't even, like, acknowledged the fact that you were, you did the one thing I was asking you not to do, which was spill your food. I was just getting so mad. By the time we got home, I calmed down. I was able to clean it up. It wasn't that bad of a spill. 
but I was just worried that they're going to get out of their seats and like walk all over it and smush it into the fucking mats and the rugs. Which is actually what I need to work on because what happens is I think about the fucked up shit that could possibly happen and I get as mad as if it's happened, even though it hasn't happened yet. Crazy, right? Fuck. Who knew? But that's a thing. Because I don't want to fucking yell anymore and have to be the fucking angry dad. Especially now that we have this new baby in our lives, our daughter. Like, I feel like it's a chance for us to like, not do things right, but just do things a little better. Um, she's going to grow up watching how we raise these two boys and how we interact with them and how they interact with each other. And I want her to have a positive example of how to fucking have relationships with people. And I understand two boys, brothers, three years difference in age. This shit is going to happen. Like, they're going to beef. They're going to probably physically fight one day. And I'm not going to be around. They're going to just fucking beef. You know what I mean? It's like, holy shit. Like, but through all that, like, I want all of them and everybody in our family just to know, like, we all love each other, right? Obviously. And that there isn't a issue or problem that we can't get through together as a family. And we are the ones who have each other's backs. Like, I'm trying to impart that in my boys now. Like, when it comes to, like, out there in the world, like, no one's going to have your back like your brother. And I'm no full well that I'm saying this having grown up with an older sister and not having that relationship. But I've seen and grew up with and had a lot of friends that had brothers or cousins that were as close as brothers. And that there's something to be said about the, you know, relationship between brothers. And I want to make sure that they have a healthy relationship and know that, like, they're in it together. And now they have a daughter to or a sister to join their group of kids, you know, their I don't know, whatever, they're gang. But, yeah, I don't know. Isn't that what we want for our kids, just to, like, grow up healthy and, like, well-adjusted? Not necessarily, because I fucking, as soon as I said that, I thought of the quote or the meme, and it's, um like, being considered well-adjusted in a fucked-up society doesn't really, like, say much, or it's not necessarily a good thing. So. Like, well-adjusted in the way that is, I don't know, what they think is best for them and how, that they, how they can just move through the world happy and grateful to fucking still be alive because shit's fucked up. Everything's all fucked up. Governments are fucked up. People are fucked up. There's a lot of fucked up shit in the world. But there's also a lot of beautiful things in the world, so. Yeah. My fucking mustache is getting super long. All that fluid in my flask is getting filtered like fucking whale. Catching all the krill in my fucking mustache.
I know it's a bad podcast etiquette to check your phone and have your phone on you during a podcast, but it's just me and it was my wife. Oh, I've been asking her because I've been, I went back to work already. My wife's on maternity leave and I've been asking her to just send me pictures because fuck. Our baby is so fucking cute. She is fucking amazing. Fuck, I love it. Which is a weird thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm hesitant to post too much shit about my new baby on fucking social media, too. Like, I don't know. I'll let my wife do all that stuff. I mean, I know I post about my kids and other things, but like, I don't know. I feel like a little more protective of her. I don't know what the fuck it is. Is that weird? Like, my wife's Instagram is private, so it's not like it's out there for the general world to see. There's only people we know and that she knows. But mine's is fucking public, and my shit is fucking kind of out there, bro. Sometimes. Sometimes I post some really fucking weird emotional shit. But, um... It's still up there. You can go fucking take a look if you want and be sure to fucking follow me. (laughs) (coughs) What can I say? I am fucking excited to be a new dad and especially a girl dad. Somebody asked me, I don't know, a few months ago maybe, like, Maybe not even that long ago. Like, are you excited? And when I really thought about it, I was more nervous and anxious to have a new baby than I was excited. I did, like, I wanted to know what we were having. Um, but that was mostly so I could eliminate half of the fucking worries I had. You know what I mean? So I could just worry on at least one part of this, the things that were running in my brain. And that kind of sucks because I know that, like, probably led to me not being more, like, I don't know, emotionally present for my wife during her pregnancy. Um, that's fuck, man. Is that shitty? Feels kind of shitty. But now I've seen this beautiful girl in the world and I fucking, I love her. And I am excited. It sucks that I got to go back to work so quick, but, you know, fucking, we all do what we got to do. I don't have the amount of vacation pay or paternity leave that people get, so I got to use it wisely. And if that means I got to return to work sooner, then I got to return to work sooner. That's why you guys got to fucking subscribe. You guys got to fucking do all that shit so I can make some money off this fucking podcast. And if it does, I'll get better.
supplement some of this income. What's that? What, what you need? Upstairs. He never come down here. Um. Yeah, that would be fucking cool. Wouldn't have to work two jobs. Because this shit... I don't know. I have faith in you guys, but it's not a lot. Sorry to say that. Prove me wrong, though. I am mostly pessimistic when it comes to people. But change my mind. How long should I go for? I'm talking, looking over there and talking as if someone's over there. But I'm actually just looking at that fucking monitor to see what I look like in profile and to see how long I've been going. Because the one-man show. The one-man show. I will say, eventually, we will be moving into a permanent, more permanent spot. We're going to build out a studio location. And I hope that there are more people like me out there in Hawaii who like to do podcasts and want to make their own podcast, whatever it's about. I don't give a fuck. But we can offer a pretty dope space for you to come and record your podcast and we'll fucking give you the files or edit it and give you the file, whatever you want to do with it. You pay us a little bit a month to come use the spot every week or whatever schedule you want your podcast to be on weekly bi-weekly bi month i don't know what bi-monthly whatever once a month you figure it out we'll figure out a payment amount and you can just come in sit down and record you know maybe i talked about this before maybe not but if you hadn't listened before i'm going to say it again there was this place in hawaii and i think it was called aloha pods or Something like that. And that's kind of what they were trying to do. But it was very sterile. That's not what I want to do. If you've ever been to a rehearsal space for bands. Um, I'm not talking the high-end ones. I'm talking more like the Kaka'ako, fucking Waimanu, Waimalu area in Pearl City. Midas, above Midas. It was fucking called Exclusives. Like all these little kind of two to three room recording spaces. They were studios. Fuck. I mean, they're legit studios, but a lot of times, well, from my experience, we'd go there and practice and like rehearse. I just thought, should I be looking at the camera more or not? But I should put some sunglasses on so it doesn't really matter. But, um, I want it to be more like that feel. Like, you just come. Like, you can drink here. You come. Bring your beers. You can drink. Um, you can smoke maybe. I don't know. We'll figure that one out. We got to figure a way to vent that shit. But that could be a possibility. But we're not here to fucking tell you how or what to do with your podcast. We're just here to let you come and use the space for an hour or two or whatever. That can be negotiated. But if people out there want to do something like this and they want to fucking, they want to come to a spot, you know what I mean? You don't have to buy your own gear. Um, you can fucking check us out eventually. And you can fucking represent because, I mean, there are some podcasts in Hawaii. 
I'm not gonna fucking say there isn't. But I just do feel like Hawaii is underrepresented in just like the podcast, like this kind of podcast, there's travel ones and all these things. It's like, I get it. They're themed, but to have something where it's just like people from Hawaii expressing themselves. That can't be a bad thing. So I think we need more of that. Even though there are like, if you were to go and look online and Google it, there are like hundreds of thousands of podcasts, maybe even a million. But a lot of those are just one and done. They did one because Anchor made it so easy. So they tried it and never did another episode. If you get down to like the number of podcasts that exceed 14 episodes, let's say, that number drops considerably. And then you think the more than 100 episodes, more than whatever. So you're going to start off and it's going to feel like you ain't worth shit and you ain't doing shit because of how much is out there and, you know, your numbers suck. But you could do it better than I have and promote yourself better than me. And you could fucking do it. Hawaii has something special to offer that nobody else had. Like, no, like the world looks to Hawaii as like a special place and fucking we're lucky enough to fucking live here. And I don't know what everybody else is in the world's perception of Hawaii is, but I'm a dude who lives in Hawaii. So I represent one piece of it, I guess. I don't know. I'm not representing it, but I'm just saying like I am a demographic of what people are like in Hawaii. So, hi. Nice to meet you. You can say you know someone from Hawaii. If you've watched or listened to a lot of these episodes, I feel like you probably have a good sense. Like, maybe you feel like you know me a little bit, which is fine. But you could say, like, fuck, you know someone from Hawaii. I've met people in the mainland and even as far as Israel. And now they can say, I know somebody in fucking Hawaii. So... Podcasts are a great way to connect with people. I mean, social media in general and all that shit. But podcasts, if you're using it as a tool to express yourself and share with the world, then it could be a good tool to like just gain understanding and just see different perspectives from people, from different people. Yeah. Cool. Man, it's so it's so fucking jeez. It's so fucking easy to do. I'm telling you, I can help you. Hit me up. Hit me up in the DMs. Hit me up in the DMs, but not to fucking ask me to promote your fucking weird ass jewelry lines. I don't want to be a fucking brand ambassador for some fucking weird jewelry. No, thank you. Yeah, if you're interested in if you're interested or anything that I just fucking talked about podcasting, if you're interested in doing your own or I don't know, fucking let me know. Talk story with me and we can fucking figure it out. I can't help. I've been doing this shit for a while. Don't look at my numbers as a fucking way to judge my level of success. All right. Just trust me. 
I've been fucking doing this shit for a while. I know that's usually what a con man usually says. Just trust me. I know what I'm fucking talking about. But I kind of know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's not a fucking, it's not rocket science. I mean, shit. If you can talk and be yourself and you're comfortable in front of a camera or on the mic, bitch, do a podcast. I bet a lot of your conversations you've probably had with your friends are podcast worthy. As long as you're not a fucking complete idiot. Which sometimes I am, so who knows. I know this is going to come out after this weekend or after the 4th and 5th of February, but, well, I'll just say thank you to everybody who came out to the 6th Annual Hawaii Cannabis Expo and checked us out at the booth. Um, It was a great talking story with you guys. Awesome to meet tons of new people, bunch of characters, some crazy people I met. Holy shit. I mean, one thing I got to say about the Hawaii 329 community is it has its characters. But it is a loving community. And the spectrum of types of people that you wouldn't even believe you'd see at a cannabis expo. It's staggering. But again, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for talking story. Uh, I'm sorry if I was shy and awkward. Um, still getting used to talking to. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. I don't really like talking to. I mean, I like talking to people, but it's like, I don't know. I get in these moods where I get like shy and shit. But so for real, if I was awkward with anybody, I apologize. It's not you. It's me. I think that's it, though. I think I'm done. Pretty early. Fucking tinker around in here for a little bit. But I really thought I was going to have to pee more. The whole day I had to pee so many times. Fuck. I'm trying to stay way more hydrated. I've been drinking less Less energy drinks, I'll say. I haven't, like, stopped drinking them, but, like, on most days I don't drink them. But on podcast nights, I do because I feel like I need a little boost of energy in the evenings to do this. And um, I'm just using them more out of necessity now when I feel like I need it. and just trying to fucking hydrate with water, and that's peeing like crazy today. I thought I was going to interrupt this podcast with having to take a pee break, but I did not. So, congratulations to me. And congratulations to you for making it through this podcast. Because I am done, son. I'm over it. Um, Thank you for fucking listening. Thank you for subscribing, because I know you did that. Um... Share the podcast. Tell people about it. Tell them to subscribe too so I don't have to be the only one saying that shit over and over. And, um, yeah. Like, leave comment. I'll respond. And I want to thank 
sponsors of the podcast, Oahu Garden Supply, my homie the Grow Guru. He's not there, but usually he's sitting somewhere near me. Um, check him out in Waipahu. The Grow Guru himself is a sponsor if, for all your consulting needs. If you are interested in growing your own medical cannabis and you have your license here in Hawaii, you can do that. So hit him up. He will be at, well, he was at the expo too, so you probably saw him too. Um, Pakalolo Seed Molokai. They have genetics. You can find them on the Attitude Seed Bank and Pure. Something sativa, the pure sativa.com? No. Fuck, I forget. Sorry, I haven't done the fucking ads, this shit in a while. Um, and Retro Hawaii, my boy Jerry. He goes out and finds all these old clothes and resells it. Um, thank you guys for your continued support of the podcast. Um, and if you like the podcast, go check them out. And let them know Voices from the Planet sent you. That'll be it for now. Thank you guys again. As always, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, thank you to my wife, Nicole. I love you. Our daughter, our two boys, everybody. But them mostly, but everybody else too. Uh, see you guys next time. Love you guys. Peace. i
you it could go badly. Promises I've made A razor blade This broken piece of chain A history left Rust out in the rain 